What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. This is the quad with Chris Young. We got Ryan from Miami. 45 ain't 23. <laughs> That's going to not make sense in context. That is going to make my- <laughs> no sense for most people. Uh, producer Josh. <laughs> Hello. And Haley the Bear. Hello. Haley, do you actually know what he's talking about? The numbers for Michael Jordan. Yeah. So yeah. we know that. What? Why would you start the show that way? Well, you know, I want to get people thinking, you know, they're listening to this podcast and they're, and they're saying, um, I'm just tuning in to have a nice, easy listen to my favorite artist and his friends. And then right off the top, they have to think, wait a minute, what does that mean? So I got them thinking. All right. All right. Whatever works for you. He's <laughs> also, uh, I, I do have to point this out. You were rocking a, I believe in Nashville t-shirts. Today. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, Which is, I was uh, I bought it right after the tornadoes to support uh, my favorite favorite town. So, yeah, yeah. love that, love that. I actually know some of the guys that run that company. So, very, uh, it's very well. cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we're uh, gonna talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Obviously, we're gonna talk about the last dance again. We've been <laughs> doing that every week, and I I kind of have a, a little bit of a, a twist on it. Someone was making the joke on uh one of the I, th- I believe it was michael wilbon on one of the after shows going yeah maybe you guys stayed up with your mom last night for for mother's day and watched the last dance together and they're like haha what they don't know is uh i that's what i did <laughs> i was <laughs> it was mother's day and so i the one thing that i wanted to do is i i cooked for my mom and my younger sister because that was i was like what what do you guys want i was like i don't care where it's from, what it is, I'll figure out a way to get it here or I'll figure out a way to make it. And um, they just wanted me to cook a whole brisket, which was awesome. I'm like, okay, that I can do. I am I am down. So me and my, my dad took over the kitchen. And when we got done, my sister was like, we have to watch The Last Dance. And then I... Oh. I, I don't even know if I should out her on this because she is going to hate me so much. And it is the well, day after Mother's Day. Well, you have to, considering you just said I, it. She, she you're, too, you're too in now. I know, I'm too far in. I'm too far in. <laughs> not Dot. Not Dot. Uh, my mother. Oh, no. Looks at me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Be As careful. Next starting. steps are very critical here. I know. I know. And I'm, I'm going to nail the dismount. But she sure didn't. It, it, she goes, <laughs> Scotty Pippen. <laughs> are you laughing at your mother right now no it was Day? just so i first i thought she was kidding and she goes well i know dennis rodman and michael jordan are but she goes who's scotty pippen unbelievable he's laughing with her she was probably laughing at the time too okay i'm just you know what now i know that if i was ever around scotty pippen and i happened to be with my parents and i looked at my mom oh i could just i know who totally i know who scotty is He's the guy that quit on his team with 1.8 seconds to play in an oh. NBA Finals. That's Whoa. who he is. Okay, let's go ahead and just start there. Let's start with sports. <laughs> is that sports or movies? Yeah. Is that I sports mean, or movies? How do you want to do that? I, oh, yeah, that's true because we're talking about it. Uh, let's, let's go movies first. It, just jump right into it. Let's okay. do it. Movies. Go ahead, Ry. Oh, that's Scottie Pippen, the guy that quit on his team in Game 3 of the NBA Finals with 1.8 seconds to play because Phil Jackson didn't draw the play up for him. That's Scottie Pippen. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, Boy. I... And, and it, he recognizes when they start talking to him about this that he goes, you know, it, it wasn't the right thing to do. I was in the wrong. But he says, I probably would not have done anything different. And it was because for the first time in a big moment when Jordan wasn't there, they figured out a way to put the ball in somebody else's hands other than Scottie Piven. Yeah, I think he's just responding to like, he's always the second fiddle. No yeah. matter what. And I think and that's what bothered him because that season. No, that is what bothered him. I yeah. mean, he straight up said that. That season, if there's no Hakeem, Scotty's winning the MVP, like straight up. And he had the stats to back it up. He had an incredible season. And even in that big moment, it's like, mm, not you, Scotty. Sorry. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride kind of thing. Totally. Oh, now I will say this. And Michael Wilbon brought this up. 
I think it was Michael Wilbon or Jackie McMullen brought this up afterwards. Imagine if that was Michael and Phil drew up the play for Tony Kukoc instead of Michael. Like how much, how PO'd would Michael Jordan be? Probably think, more than Scottie Pippen. Was. I think he'd be pissed. I don't think he would sit on the bench. Yeah, I, I think that was the mistake. I don't think he'd have the the urge to not even want to be in just in case or just to play. Also, yeah, if you drop a play, like something can go wrong. You still need to be on the court just in case as a, re- a release valve. Yeah, yeah. Not good a good look. I, no. You know, it's not a good look. But I, I ask you this: anyone that's ever been at the top of anything, whether it's in the moment or whether it's what you do for a living, if you were always number two and then you finally got your shot to be that person, it's the head of whatever that is in the company or the in charge of that one thing. And then at the last moment on like an important project or an important game, or they, they took it away from you. Like, Hey, I know we said you're going to be the guy, but now it's going to be this other person after you've waited in line. So, so to speak that whole time, would that not just absolutely piss you off? I'd be absolutely pissed. 100%. Well, especially since right before that, they had just covered the fact that Scotty was like the heart of the team. He was the leader. He was everything that everyone was looking forward to. He was the best supporter. Complete 360 of how Jordan was towards them, like make, like pushing all of them. He, they said they were all one. And then all of a sudden that one guy that's pushing them is just like, nope. <laughs> and then even in that, even in that moment, you know, a lot of that episode rotates around everyone just lauding praise on Phil. Talking about that was probably the best year that they ran the triangle, even without Jordan. It's true. Rewatching that, though, it looked a uh, lot like Steve Kerr's motion offense for the Warriors. Like, they mm-hmm. were so many passes and everyone backdoor cutting. It was really cool to watch now through, like, 2020, like, history, you know? Yeah, I knowing mean, what the game has become now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, you look at uh, just watching Steve Kerr. Well, we can jump on over to uh, him getting punched in the eye by Michael Jordan. <laughs> if y'all want to talk about that, anybody have any so thoughts great. there? So great. So uh, Jordan punches the little guy on the team. Of course he does. Well, but in fairness, okay, and like they said, it that's the correct order of operations. Kerr hit him first. Kerr punched him in the chest and told him to back. I'm sure there was other words that were yeah. used. And Michael retaliated and punched him in the face. Yeah. I mean, I guess the whole sense of it is like, be the bigger guy. But I guess, like they said, it built their relationship. Well, well Jordan was the bigger guy, technically. <laughs> oh, my God. By about three inches and <laughs> 60 pounds. I, you know what? Imagine if that happened now. Oh gosh! Imagine like LeBron, if, like if LeBron punches like, if, uh, like no, 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 no. Back up! Face. You're saying it wrong. See, you're trying to paint it the way that you want the audience to to intake and ingest that information, Ryan. That's because that's what, you do uh, that that's for what a people living. Who do hot takes do. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's not a hot take. That's just <laughs> not factual information. <laughs> you're you're skipping. You're burying the lead, buddy. So imagine if like the seventh player on the roster with LeBron James punched LeBron. It'd be bad. Like James Jones, James Jones punched LeBron in 2000. That'd be so great. 15. And by the way, that's, that's, I'm giving Steve Kerr not near enough credit. He wasn't the seventh player on that roster, but he he wasn't one of the first four. (laughs) There's a case. He might actually have been seven. There you go. go. but I was trying to like walk that back so it didn't seem like I'm slamming Steve Kerr because Steve Kerr is obviously amazing and, and hit some incredible shots and has done incredible things. Since, I feel like Steve Kerr would be like, yeah, I was the seventh guy. It's all Yeah, good. but I mean, he hit the number one player on that team. Uh-huh. Just punched him. I respect yes, he it. Did. Yes, he I did. respect <laughs> it. And I, I love the way that it played out because that's exactly how it's supposed to work. Tensions boil over. One guy's finally had enough. He punches the other dude. The other dude punches him. They get separated. They go back. They're both like, well, that sucked. And the guy that was instigating the whole thing goes, you know what? My bad. Oh, totally. That was me in high school playing football. Like me and the star quarterback, I was the center and I was the one to protect him and him and I would get into it. And it finally boiled over and he charged at me and I punched him in the face twice and we wrestled on the ground. We got separated and we were best friends after that. And no one ever touched him the rest of the season. Hmm. There you go. I wish it was like how, that for girls. How, how good did you hit him, though? Pretty good. <laughs> did you get him good? 
You know when you start laughing beforehand, then he he connected. He um he lowered his head and charged at me, so I slammed his head into the lockers. That's how it started. Ooh. Oh wow! It was, it was, it was I never time. took you to be a bully. Wow. Yeah. Wasn't a bully. It's just uh, wow. He said some choice words, and uh, that was that. Took care I'm of it. seeing a whole new side of. Uh, producer Josh today. I mean, he is wearing his his Terminator. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like black on black with a black leather jacket. What were you making fun of me for having a bunch of leather jackets like last episode? Oh, that was I, Ryan. I wasn't. That was, that was Ryan. Okay. That was me. Well, hey, it's not yeah. me today, Ryan. It's definitely Josh. I definitely. Well, Josh is missing the best piece of his wardrobe today, which is the BNA carpet mask that he has. No, actually, he's got it. He has it here. It's right here. He has oh, his face thank you. mask. You put it in front of the camera for me. Thank yep. you. That is, if, if you guys don't know about that, there's actually an, an Instagram that is for the Nashville uh, carpet <laughs> in our airport. It's in the hilarious. airport. So. It's the most famous carpet in the United States. I I'd, I'd probably wouldn't. That wouldn't be too hot of a take to say that. No, I think I saw it a couple of years ago. It was on like USA Today and Fox News and all sorts of stuff. They had a whole write up on it. That's awesome. Okay. So That's the amazing. one thing I do have to say before we get too far away from it. And, uh, you know, now my mom's totally going to want to kill me anyway. But uh, bringing that up, the one cool thing, if you have not watched The Last Dance yet, just do it. And and that's not me trying to be cute and make a Nike pun. It's seriously incredible. And even if you don't know a whole lot of information about those teams, it's it's an educational watch just from that perspective, but also because it was even beyond sports i mean they they go through in these last two episodes where jordan retiring and then jordan unretiring and that it was on all of the news stations this was not a sports thing the minute that this happened it was breaking news throughout the world and uh it's just wild to see a cultural flashpoint like that because i don't really know anybody that could do it now i mean maybe lebron but it, it's almost it's so late in his career at this point. I mean, it's it's, it, it's I feel like the Tiger's the only athlete, right? Tiger's the only athlete in the world right now that that has that sort of um, bravado about him. And I mean, Andrea Kramer said it said it perfectly there when she was interviewed. Like, that's one of those you'll never forget where you were moments when that happens. And and I don't know. I mean, I feel like Tiger. Remember when he had his press conference after you know, his wife in the SUV and the fire hydrant. Like that's one of those, like <laughs> never forget where you were moments. Like that's for me. I'll never forget where I was when I heard that. I'm not laughing at the incident. I'm laughing at the way that you described it. <laughs> was that, was that not apples to oranges? There? No, that was great. That was great. <laughs> I will say this is the second documentary. There's only one other documentary that I actually cried. Cause I cried last night. It got really emotional. I saw, I cried in the 1985 bears documentary cried <laughs> on this one because the, the, both these episodes had so much emotion in it between his win and his father's murder and I was just I was all emotions last night like genuine emotion and I get that here's the thing oh no oh boy these last two episodes I've loved this I've loved every second of this you feel it's losing some steam it's not Ooh, that it's Josh losing has been steam. sitting on this. He's been sitting on this hot take. Go, no, it, no, it's it, not even a hot take. It's not this a hot point. take. The hot take is when people were saying this about episodes one and two of this thing. Now yeah. he's like, it's good. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Go I'm, ahead. I'm saying I've really loved all of the history and reliving this stuff up until these last two episodes. And these last two episodes feel a little bit like Michael Jordan pop propaganda, where they're trying to create a little bit of a narrative of like, Oh, the gambling stuff. No, that had nothing to do with his dad. Like they're not even going to remotely um, touch on like, oh, yeah, the checks. He had a whole bunch of checks that were to some nefarious people and he was hyper competitive. And and this could have led led itself to like David Stern. Like they said, David Stern um, would never suspend Michael Jordan because it would cost the NBA so much money. But I would challenge and say. Michael Jordan in a litigation about gambling on basketball games would cost the NBA far more money. And they just don't touch any of that. They just kind of gloss over the whole thing. And they're really shaping this. Like he was sad. He played baseball. He came back and won it on father's day. And it just feels a little too. But that's legit. What happened? Those are <laughs> things that happened, but they're, it felt a little too storyteller and not enough. How do you reality. not tell us? St- hey, one on father's day. How do you not 
tell that story. Like, I, I think I understand the way that you're trying to bring this up. I would say that not only the way that history looks at it, but also the fact that they brought it up. You know, a lot of people have been semi-critical and kind of the only point they could touch on is, you know, it, like I said, Ken Burns coming out and saying, you know, this isn't really a true documentary because, you know, you've got one of the main people that's being discussed in this with final control and say right. over what gets gets pushed. They, they bring it up. They bring up that, that people were saying that, and he says that wasn't true, and it just and it really hurt me. You could do an investigative journalism thing of, did this have anything to do with it? But ultimately, none of that was ever proven. Sure. And, and I, and I, and that's, I understand that. Totally. And I, th- I think they touch on it, but I, I, and I get what you're saying. Um, Ryan, wait, where, where's your head on this? Cause you're, you're scratching it. <laughs> you're scratching your head. I am. I am. I, well, I, my on? forehead itched. My forehead itched there for a second. Um, I'm, I, I'm kind of in the center here. Like I'm not as far as Josh on this. Like I, I definitely think that they glossed over some of what could have been expanded on. Um, and if you aren't, if you aren't following or didn't know Jordan's past or the story, like you, you almost feel really bad for him. I did feel bad for him when you have a lot of these media articles coming out and, and, you know, just alleging it with zero based fact that, you know, there was a potential link between, you know, Jordan and his father's murder um, and his gambling issues. But I do agree with Josh. They glossed over that for a reason because Jordan had final say, and it's been a, a sensitive area for, for Michael. Um, and it's something that will always follow him um, regardless of, of where he goes. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I definitely think that it's something that they didn't touch on as much. Um, which has been a big part of his history and his story. See, his I, I, I also want to say this. Looking from the other side, one of the things that they didn't go into nearly enough, I think, was was the reverse, which is, dude, like you just touched on for a second there, think about that right now. With zero proof and zero yeah. evidence, if all of a sudden newspapers and major media outlets started coming out and saying, this could have possibly had something to do with this person's death. Right. Yeah, that's what I was... If there's no proof, why bring it to light? If it, it To just create more problems or more conspiracy. The problem is it that situation alone could probably warrant its own 10-part documentary miniseries. And I think that's mm-hmm. the point. You either... You either like brush by it to tell the the bigger story of the last dance, or you focus on it. But I don't think. Uh, and you can and do as both. Josh mentioned, there's a lot of things that were omitted, like those blank checks that were written to you know certain nefarious people. Um, and though you and you put those details in there, and then then it maybe gets somebody who's watching you go, wait a minute, what what happened there? You know. So I think there are little details that were left out that paints a rosier picture than maybe you know was the case back in that day. Yeah, it's 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 convenient to go. I'm fine with being painted as the hyper competitive guy that expects a lot out of my teammates, but it's not okay to paint me also as that way outside of basketball. And that could have turned into a whole bunch of different other life events. Hmm. All right. Well, I do have to explain one thing. 45 ain't 23, right? I mean, I led the show with it. People are probably tuning in going, what does this mean? What happened? When am I going to get the answer to it? I already said well, the yeah, answer. Yeah, she already told the answer to it. Thanks That's why I said, yes, Haley, but, do you know but, what you're talking okay, about? Okay, she told the answer, but it was Nick Anderson's post-game remark after game one of the 95 finals. Jordan was wearing 45 when he came back, um, you know, and, and unretired. And then for game two, switched back to 23 and had a really good series. Didn't win the, the championship that year but then came back and then we all know what happened 72 and 10 season and you know wins the championship on father's day but that that remark is what motivated him and even better than that and i think this is ah, this is so great i mean do you guys love the story of Bradford smith oh it was amazing the bullets the bullets youngster who apparently said nice game mike after he scored 37 against the bulls and then jordan just comes back the next game and absolutely lights him up because it was a back-to-back, which I absolutely love that. They played him on a back-to-back. And then decades later, Jordan goes, yeah, I made that whole thing up just to light a fire under myself. It happens. Why not? It's interesting. Uh, yeah. All right. So I feel like between Josh wanting this to be an investigative journalist 
I you know, it, it, you you want it to be something completely different. Josh wants this to be making a murderer. <laughs> I really do. That's really what I'm looking I, for. I just enjoyed seeing some of this and reminding people of the the history of all the stuff that went on. That was the one thing that was really cool is actually watching this with my mom, who's not a huge sports person, and watching her enjoy it and go back and start talking about what she was doing during the years that all this was happening. And then watching my sister, who was a, a basketball player, and, and watching how into it she was. Like, I mean, she was passionate. Oh, totally. And, and still, it, even with my all my, like, ugh-ness about it, this has been really great to rewatch. What was that? What I'm was just, that? I'm just happy they brought in Space Jam. <laughs> Lord. They built his own basketball court while he's filming? That's cool. I didn't know that. They're pretty impressive, yeah. It was impressive. That, that was a cool part. And actually seeing everybody come out there to play pickup games with yeah. him. It was awesome. Jordan Dome. Awesome. Jordan Dome. All right. So since we're on movies, and I, I get it. Some people are like, oh, my God, you're doubling down on sports. I have to bring this up because as we're all in different time periods now, kind of it seems as some people are starting to open things up completely some people are slowly opening things up some people are still you know stay at home until the end of the month i feel like everything is disjointed now whereas before everybody was kind of all in the same headspace but i've still been spending you know all, all my time at home we're, we're not even loosening restrictions technically in nashville until today yep. as we're we're recording this and that's the beginning of it but some of the cities around us have have opened or loosened restrictions ahead of Nashville. And I'm just still hanging out in the house and I'm watching random movies. And I made the comment on our group message that I had watched the princess bride. And I thought that would be fun to discuss. And I kind of got shamed by it, by Haley. I was questioning. She goes, did you watch it by yourself? Like alone? There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, I said WTF, the Princess Bride question mark. <laughs> That's what I said. What is wrong with the Princess Bride? It's I just the... wasn't expecting that at you all. Know what the, you've, you've seen that movie, right? I haven't watched it since I was like seven. That's a mistake. On your yeah, body. you need to watch that movie again. And you told us last night right before the last dance. I didn't have time to watch it. <laughs> Well, I said I was going to talk about it. I didn't say... I assumed you would remember the movie, and evidently I was wrong. Yeah, I've seen nope. it probably 50 times. Like, nope. I'm good to go on if you want to talk about it. I, I was never really into those movies. Do you want a fun fact? Oh, dear. <laughs> I, I'm asking, do you remember this movie? Have <laughs> yes, you seen you it? All, Did you, you enjoy it? Yes. Do you also want a fun fact? <laughs> okay. Sure. Christopher Reeve was considered for the lead role of Wesley. Instead of Carrie Elwes? Instead of Keller, yep. That would have been weird. Right? Huh. Right, see? Boom, mind blown. Look at that. Fun I, fact. I don't think that movie would have worked. Like that, that would not have worked that way at all. You needed Carrie's like smugness that I don't think mm-hmm. Christopher Reeves has. He would have been too wholesome. Yeah, it, it would have been a different character entirely. I would have just saw Superman the whole time. Exactly, and that's why I'm... I'm sure. Well, they hang on. When on when was that though? Uh, 1987. Yeah. Relative to yeah, I well, I guess that that That's would have like been Superman two. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that would have been tough. That would have been a weird. Yeah, I don't like that at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, look so, at that. Throw you for curveball. Cool. Hey, did you like the movie though? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that was I did my like original question. Yes, yes, I did like the movie. Okay, so you, uh, just like throwaway movie for you, could watch it, yeah, could not, don't yeah, need it. Yeah, could, you know, comes on the TV, I'll watch it, but not going to go seek out The Princess Bride as a movie I'm going to watch on a Saturday. My name is Inigo Montoya, you kill my father, prepare to die, nothing? You got nothing. I got nothing over here. Wow. wow. Is this is this one of those age gap things? Cause you I don't know, are, man. I don't know. <laughs> this was a very important movie to me in my, like history of movies i mean so here's the reason that i like that movie so much like the the premise of this is this little kid is sick and he's just trying to play his you know video game in his bed and his grandfather comes over reads him the story and as he's telling him the story at the beginning he goes there's there's all kinds of stuff there's you know pirates and and action there's chase scenes there's fights 
there's uh, everything that you could want from a story. There's a love story at the end. He goes, oh, God, is this a kissing book? And that's like one of the very first things the little kid says. And by the end of the story, he's enjoyed it so much that he goes, I don't want to tell you this part. And he goes, no, 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 come go on. Tell me the story. It's it's very intriguing that it draws you in like that. There are like snarky, sarcastic parts. There's, you know, a lot of quotable lines from it. Andre the Giant was in it. I mean, it's. I don't remember any of this. Yeah. It's you, a great movie. You should go. You should go watch it because it is. Oh man, I yeah. <laughs> this is not what I expected. No. Reactionary, uh, because Ryan has just checked out. Cynics are simply thwarted romantics. Wait, what? You seem like a decent fellow. I hate to kill you. Yeah, but you don't remember that until you're looking it up on your computer. Yeah, I'm literally reading quotes from. Yeah, the movie. I know. I can tell by the way that you're reading them. You don't know. You don't remember these, do you? Nope. Oh my wow. god. I remember the quote I remember the quote you said, but I don't remember any of the other, the other ones. Wow. The RUS is rodents of a natural size? Yeah. I don't believe they exist. No? Nothing. 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 See. Wow, I am depressed. Let's move on to music. <laughs> <laughs> music. Sorry. Josh, you want to take this one? I don't even I don't even know if I have <laughs> And by the way, it under under what I was talking about and kind of under his breath, if you notice Ryan snuck in, I don't know if on a Saturday night I'd be watching Princess Bride <laughs> by myself. Wow, shots fired. I'm sorry, man. I don't have a beach that I can drive down to and right? sit on. You can you can easily come uh, here anytime you want, buddy. No, actually I can't. <laughs> so you had uh, you had texted the group text um, for the music category, your favorite song from a skating rink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which let's just ask this really quick, Haley. Did you go to skating rinks at yeah, all? Yeah, skating okay. rinks. I had one Dude, of my birthdays at a skating rink. I would. Right, that I know is not an age thing. That 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 might be an age thing of when you went to skating rinks, but that's they a were pretty still pop- common thing. I was there on the late '90s, early 2000s. That's when I would go because that's my no. age range, and they were still very popular. Okay, I well, don't know about now. No, I, do they no. Even exist now? No, yeah, one, they exist. no one's having a birthday party at a skating rink these days. Not well, no. But think about the age range for that, right? I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's just trying to piss me off this week. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you know. I mean, if the shoe fits today, you know. Okay. All right. I can't see you. I'm staring at a water cooler and uh, records uh, on the wall with your face on them. So, so you are looking at him sort of. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> you can't see me. Um, well, anyway, for me, there is no greater joy than the couple's skate. And there was oh. no greater song. <laughs> there was no greater joy? There was no greater joy. Uh, you loved holding hands and skating, didn't you? I loved it. I never Did not happen all that often, but when it did... <laughs> It was the sweetest. And so for that reason, my song was All My Life by Casey and JoJo. Oh, that's a great song. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a, that's a good <laughs> one. It's a really good and one. And at my skating rink for a dollar, you could buy the girl that you're wanting to ask for the couple skate a fake rose. And I've spent many dollars trying to make that happen. Wow. A wow. true romantic. <laughs> Please tell me you would fall and take them down with you. No, I have incredible balance. You want to know the funny thing is, is like these days I can't skate on like the four blades, like the four skates, not this the roller. I can skate on roller blades, but I can't skate on regular skates anymore, even though that's how I grew up learning how to skate. You know, I tend to think of Josh as like Austin Powers gold member, like skating rink scene. No, anybody? <laughs> wow. Right? Like just walking in. No. High tops. I'm just glad you're thinking of me at all, bro. Yeah. Just like striding in, like, like, pointing at all the ladies, you know, with the nice cat. You just ruined that scene for me. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) Oh, my God. In any event, all my life, Casey. All right. (laughs) Haley, what you got? Oh, okay. Y'all are going to look at me like I'm cray cray. So. Nothing new there. (laughs) So, again, I was a. I would have been going to the skating rink in the late 90s, early 2000s. Well, this song came out in 97. And being the girl that I am, every time this song came on, like let's say you sat down to take a break to talk to your friends. When this song came on, all the girls got on the rink to skate to this song. Barbie girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> there was you could not even the guys like would jump in the rink to do that. It was just that that was the song that was that you just had to be on the floor to skate to, and just totally Barbie girl it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> huh? Barbie girl did not. I really wanted to sing it. I was I was about to sing it and then realized, you know, we can't do that. Nope. But. As always, <laughs> anything that comes up in the music category is always a surprise from Haley. <laughs> that is not what at all what I expected. I mean, my second song was uh, "Come on Ride the Train," so that's a classic. Yeah, that's classic. That is a classic. But the first one's always it's. I will always remember trying to get on the Florida skate to Barbie Girl. <laughs> Brian, do you have one? I'm literally just going through like movie scenes at skating rinks. Van Wilder, you remember that one? Wait, National what are you Lampoon's doing, Van Ryan? Wilder. Are you on like Planet <sighs> Venus today? Like, what's going on? You know what? Maybe I've got a little bit of uh, you know attention ADD today. You know, we'll, we'll, uh... <laughs> are you hungover? It was the, it was because y'all had a crazy weekend, huh? I didn't have a crazy weekend. I spent yesterday watching The Last Dance at night. I saw yeah. your Instagram story. I know what you did all weekend. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I kind of never want to get from a girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I kind of feel violated. Yeah. You posted it. You branded violated. all of them. They posted everything. Oh. All right, but seriously, uh, did, did you have like one song that stuck out for you from like skating ring period of your life? Yes. Yes. And I first of all, I loved ice skating, not just roller skating. I was I was one of those people that I'd go to the ice skating rink and I'd spray ice. You know those. Those people that wanted to show off you know, the sideways. Yeah. yeah, that was me. Yeah, I loved doing that. You know, I'd skate backwards just to kind of impress the ladies, you know. And uh, yeah, I was, yeah, was that guy, you know, always overcompensating. So uh, you were a gold member. <laughs> For, <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> That's, yep, yep. In an odd way, yes. Um, <laughs> my favorite ice skating or skating rink song was Rock With You by Michael Jackson. It's a good song. Let's go one. Oh. Loved rock with you. Loved the tune. Every time I heard the little intro. Oh, he's definitely gold member because you know he's oh, in there going like absolutely. this. He's <laughs> I wish you could I see would, me, Ryan, because I'm totally right on. You. No, I can't see you. I just see a water cooler. That's, that's, <laughs> that's basically sufficient enough, though. <laughs> <laughs> Should I grab that from her and just make that the bear noise? <laughs> the bear noise. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Go oh, away, man. Ryan. Go back Rock to Planet you. Venus. Rock with you was the that was one of the uh, beginnings of Michael Jackson. And every time I heard that song, I was like cruising, skating backwards, you know, pointing at the ladies like I want to rock with you, you know. <laughs> move, but, move on, move on, move by on. himself. <laughs> <laughs> man, all right. So I, since and I know I'm harping on it, but I can. It it was just Mother's Day. I actually asked my mom. I was like, what was the the go-to song for you like what was your your favorite one she was like seven 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 ninety three eleven more stay in the time mm -hmm. i was like okay all right and uh Haley, there's not a chance you're gonna know that song. wait what so when you sent that message i was like is this like code for something no it's the name of the song is seven 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 ninety three eleven it's more stay in the wait, time what about eight six seven five three oh nine no oh no Ryan. i thought that's what you different. meant when you sent that song no did you? Do oh. you think uh, like it just auto corrected to something else? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. No, no, this is actually a song. I know. I have to. I might actually go find and find the song because I'm curious. Yeah, it's a lot of numbers. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was uh, that was my mom's favorite. I for mine, there were so many different things because it was like anything on the jock jams. Oh, speaking of Haley, jams. like all of that. Ah. Uh, you know, the, the theme song for the Mortal Kombat movie was a really big one. <laughs> yep. They, I don't know why, but every, they thought that would be a great thing to play. Uh, and then obviously like anything, Michael Jackson, anything by the Gap Band and just selfishly, if I'm going to go a random Gap Band song, you drop the bomb on me because mm -hmm. they would still play that. Oh. Haley just punched the mic. She just got so excited when I mentioned that song. I was singing it in my head, not like, oh, okay, just sorry. She dropped the bomb on the mic just then. Oh man. Oh my. Okay. But yeah, that's that was some of our our favorites from from that period, and and I do have to bring this up. You know, a little bit of sad news. You know, Little Richard passing away. 
saw a whole bunch of different things uh, just about his music and how it had impacted other people and other people in, in completely different genres from him. And just, you know, it feel like we've been doing a lot of those lately with people that we really knew their music and, and knew them through their music. And um, that's, you know, one I just at least wanted to, to recognize and, and talk about before we got completely off the music thing. As far as what you're listening to right now, do anybody have anything random that you just want to bring up? Haley, I'm looking your direction when I say random. Random? It's random? No, nothing yeah, random. Yeah, that's what he said. More, he said random. More, yeah. more explicit, dirty songs on my end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Surprising no one. Okay, I've, I've been on a huge, huge Sammy Kershaw kick. Hmm. Like throwback. Like, Do you know like a lot of Sammy Kershaw music, if I, I, know, if I told I, you that name? Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. I know a couple of his songs. I can't say that I've listened to him all the time, but yeah. She Don't Know She's Beautiful, Queen of My Double Wide Trailer, Cadillac Style, Third Ray Romance. I mean, Vidalia, which I still think is just one of the best like examples of... They wrote this song about a girl named Vidalia. It's like, sweet Vidalia, you always got to make me cry, referencing chopping an onion. Yeah. I was like, how did someone go, this is this, this is how we're going to do it, guys. This is the hook. And, uh, and yeah, I, I sing along with it. But also, you know, one of my favorite sad country songs of all time, a song called Matches. If you've never heard that by Sammy Kershaw, go listen to that. It is incredible. Incredible. You got anything? <laughs> I was listening to a lot of One Direction this weekend. <laughs> All right. Okay, that is random. So there, <laughs> I love One Direction. Uh, I'm not, I don't need to defend that. I think it's great. Um, they have a song called Stockholm Syndrome that is, they sort of rip off Everybody Wants to Rule the World. They like sample a little bit of it, but it's an amazing song. Oh, you know what? I was listening to like 20 times in one night, Celine Dion. <laughs> I don't know why that was very random, but surrender. Oh, I <laughs> was about song. to ask. I'm like, oh, what, what period of her music are you talking about? Is this that the area of, uh, area era? Of surrender? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I was on my, I was driving one day and I replayed that song like three times. I was also screaming at the top of my lungs while singing it. So I don't know if I was just feeling it or what, but poor that's... Hank. I feel bad for <laughs> Hank. It keeps them going, you know? Usually gasoline is what keeps trucks going. But. Shut up, Brian. I hate you so much. Oh, gosh. Ryan, do you got anything? Uh, I was on a classic rock binge last night. So a little All Along the Watchtower by Jimi Hendrix, some Rolling Stones. Um, yeah, a little In Excess, Foreigner. I was, uh, I was rocking the classic rock last night. Heck, yeah. I'm down with that. All right. <laughs> well, as always, if you check out the quad with Chris Young on Spotify, oh my God, we're adding all of that. <laughs> we're adding. Oh, I wrote down no. all of them, and uh, those will be thrown on there as well. Oh man! Oh wow, that's going to oh. be so random. If you want to talk about Ryan having ADD today, just go ahead and listen to that playlist. Uh, can we put Can we put our favorite roller skating song on there as well? Oh my gosh, Barbie yeah, Girl! Absolutely. Yes. Oh God. You're gonna go from Barbie Girl to Celine Dion to Sammy Kershaw. <laughs> Oh man, there's that's a lot to unpack. I, I think is, we get the the trophy for the most interesting playlist. <laughs> there's a, there's some sort of trophy. I don't know what it is or what it's called or what it says, but woo. Uh, let, let's let's go to sports. Sports. Since I almost went there to begin with, while we were going to talk about the last dance, false start. Chris false Young. start. False start. Fifteen yard penalty. <laughs> So I can't wait to hear that again. Just throwing that out there. Same. With no with no fans in the stands, it's going to be interesting. I, yeah, you know what? And and it was interesting at certain parts during during the UFC fight uh, this this past weekend. Just not having any any noise. You know, you're hearing the the fighters talk to each other in between. Like somebody checked a kick, and it was a little close to you know an area you're not supposed to kick. And they're like, "My bad." It's like, "All right," but you don't ever hear that during a normal fight because the, the audience is so loud. And uh, it was it was really interesting, but I actually enjoyed it. You know, I'm, I'm a self-professed UFC fan, MMA, boxing, anything like that. Love watching it. And uh, there were some really, really great fights this weekend. There were. 
It's incredible. Are you the only one that got to see it? Maybe. I didn't watch it. I might be the only person that watched it. You had to buy it. It was pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, all the prelims are always available just on ESPN. And the prelim fights were really, really good for this. Uh, was we, it was it weird watching it? See why, as from from an MMA standpoint, given everything that's been going on in that that fight, like could you tell COVID was a thing? Like, was there any of that going on as you watched it? I mean, obviously, it's referenced. Uh, you know, a lot of people were concerned, especially with the fact that one of the guys that came in from Brazil had say. tested positive for it. But they had they were testing everybody that was there. He had already been isolated from the minute that he came in when they tested him because he said some of his family members had had it. And so they, they pulled him aside and had him in an area on his own. They brought him to weigh-ins, but everybody was distanced from one another. And then obviously once they found a positive test with him, they immediately removed him and removed that fight from the card. So, you know, I think a lot of people that were negative towards it, even occurring, Ryan, I think, It'll be interesting because, you know, people are going, well, let's see in two weeks if anybody else tests positive that was there and, and a part of that. But it, it seems to me, at least from the 30,000-foot view of it, knowing that I had nothing to do with this and and don't know all of the things that they did down to the minutia of it, they they handled it as best as you possibly can for, for trying to have an event like that go off. And especially having a, a sporting event without fans. You know, that's something that we're going to ask and we're going to ask across different sports. You know, is, is basketball going to be weird without a crowd? Is football going to be weird without a crowd? Is that Does that change a dynamic of something, you know, a one team making a run versus something like the UFC, which is inherently one man versus another man mm-hmm. in competition? Uh, so there's a lot more questions than we have answers to anything, which is kind of true of life right now for a lot of different things. But... You know, so far at least, it looks like they were able to to pull off a, an event. The one thing that I, you know, thought was interesting, you know, you always look for good quotes after a good fight. And Rye, one of the guys, Francis Ngano, who's one of the main heavyweights in the UFC division right now, like will be the next guy for a title shot. He was one of the main fights, and his fight didn't last, I think, longer than 30 seconds. That was the entire fight. And immediately knocked the other guy out, just swarmed him with punches and, and just out cold, like just out cold. And one of the guys in the ring, and I can't remember if it was Joe Rogan, I think it was, he said, it's like, man, it's like you, you brought a bazooka and everybody else has a pistol. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. So just, um, not, knocked him out cold like Josh did that guy back in the day? He wasn't out cold. We just, you know, no. wrestled. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anybody see a game on the NFL schedule that they're excited about? Yes. <laughs> um, we will probably not have fans at this point, but I was, I saw that the Dallas, your Dallas Cowboys are playing my Kansas city chiefs in preseason. And that made me really excited. No, uh, honestly, the Buccaneers have a lot of really good games this year. I, as a Dolphins fan, there's really nothing to look forward to. Their schedule is very difficult. So we're going to go eight and eight this year and two is going to start the final four games of the year. So I'm really not excited for anything as far as Dolphins is concerned. But I will say Bucks play the Chiefs in Tampa week 12. Yes, they do. Could be an opportunity for Josh to come down and scout his Super Bowl locations. You know, could be if we're allowed to have people in places. <laughs> that, yep. If we are. Uh, I count on you being down here, buddy. I'm excited for the Bears-Titans game if they allow fans. That's what I'm excited for. See why which Cowboys game you like? All of them. It's all of them. I, I really do. I know. I know. I just I got an eye roll from Ryan for that. <laughs> I, you know, the one thing that's actually frustrating is, it, so the game that I always try to go to every single year, if it is possible, is in Dallas when Dallas and Washington play one another because – I, one of my real close friends, Tony, is a huge Washington fan. Always has been, always will be. I, we've got some friends from Dallas. We normally all meet up. We go to that game. The one day that I cannot have it on because I do stuff with my family on that day is Thanksgiving. And they put it on Thanksgiving again this year. Oh, no. So that's one of the things that I watch for on the schedule to immediately pop up. And I just, I'm like, please don't do that. And they've done it a couple times. And like, 
the past four or five years and it's just one of those things where I, I know I'm not going to that game now, but maybe this would be the year if if they're, you know, like we said, if they're starting to open some things up and, and that's a ways away from now, so we don't really know. But if they are, maybe this is the year I go to D.C. to watch the game. I mean, Ooh. that maybe would be change fun. It up. I, we, Enemy territory. A goal in my life is to go see a game at every stadium across the U.S., football stadium. So why not put that into play? That's a lot. You really don't want to go see the Bears miss a kick in every stadium across the country? <laughs> that seems like self-torture, no? Ryan, are you, like, just building up everything for the next time I come see you or I see you in Nashville? Because well, every week, be every week you say something that I want to throw something at you. <laughs> hey, the predicted record according to ESPN for the 2020 NFL schedule for the Dolphins. Take a guess. What do you think it is? Three. <laughs> They're going to win three seven games. Seven and nine. <laughs> Correct. Nice job, CY. Is I think seven and nine early? Seven and nine. It was seven and nine. What's the Cowboys' predicted record? Eight and eight. False. Ten, ten Actually, better than that. Ten and six. Ten and six it is. Ding, 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 ding. Did you guys see this article and now you're cheating me of it? Or? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Who's the article from? ESPN.com. Kansas City oh, wow. Chiefs' predicted record in 2020 will be, Josh? 13 and three. Incorrect. Anyone else? 12 and 4. Yeah, 12 and 4. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. For, the, for the third God, straight year, are, then. You guys are good. All right, now let's get to the final one. The Chicago <laughs> Bears, 2020 record will be 6 and 10. <gasps> five, 5 and 11. Incorrect, oh. incorrect. Haley? Should I go 8 and 8? <laughs> 7 and 9. 7 and 9. No. Yep. Dolphins and Bears right there, bottom of the barrel, hey. Come on. No, I can't wait to rise from All right, the ashes. Question, are those the two worst records that they have for projections? Uh, among our teams, yes. It's definitely not the worst overall. Yeah. Who, who is the Cincinnati? worst overall? I'm, now I'm intrigued. Uh, well, you know, that would require me to not exit out of that article uh, <laughs> quite yet. But now that I've got it back up, um, I can look. I would probably venture to say that it's... Cincinnati. Well, okay, so in your division, CY... It would be the six and ten New York Giants tied with the six and ten Washington Redskins. Wow, they're giving both of them a lot of credit. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. see Cincinnati and Browns being at the very bottom. Yeah, they've got uh, Cincinnati as five and eleven. Oof, that's, that's uh, giving them that's more than they did last wow. year. <laughs> ja- Jagu- Jaguars at four and twelve. Yeah, that's what that was. Um, yeah, Jaguars are the worst at four and twelve because now they now they lost, they've got Gardner Minshew starting full time, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. Man. Oof. All right. Well, that's a sorry, everybody in Jacksonville. <laughs> 10 and 6 for the Tennessee Titans. How's that? 10 and 6 for your Tennessee Titans. Not All right. Mine. Yeah. Not, yeah I, see, that's the thing. I, everybody always gets on me. They're like, oh, wouldn't you like to have been on this bandwagon now? And I'm like, no, I don't want to be a bandwagon fan of any team. Like, I root for the Titans. If the yeah. Titans would have won a Super Bowl, I would have been like, that is awesome. I've got tickets to Titans games. I root I, for I our just, city, just not yeah, the team. Like, but I'm a I've, Cowboys fan. I I want our city to do good. It's great for us, tourism and economy wise. It's I totally want them to do good. I will root for them whenever they're doing something. You know what I mean? But I'm not I'm not going to say I'm a Titans fan. Yeah, I didn't grow up with a hockey team, so I'm happy to be a Predators fan. But I'm a Chiefs fan, straight straight up. No yes, question. Yes, you are. We know. <laughs> team of Destiny. Team of Destiny. Ah! There it is. <laughs> All right, Lord. let's close this thing out with a hot take. I'm just yelling the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even finish the yeah, I think, you, on that I think one. you pulled up on that. Yeah. That was like you pulled a hammy. Uh, I already, Josh, I already you're a big man. basketball. You're a big basketball fan. You got to follow through, buddy. You know that. If you're going to hit the bucket, you got to follow through. You're right. You're right. You're right. Fail. Fail. Man. Wow. All right. Way to go. All right. <laughs> this is yours today, Ryan. Right? He wants no, you to I do was going to give he you another you opportunity to do, to do the hot take, yeah. but. Oh, you want me? To... Come on, man. Come on. <coughs> Hot take! Nah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. So it's I'll just you, one I'll of those days. Four. Wow, guys. Great. <laughs> I'll give one you a four. Days. It's, it's a leather jacket holding him back. That's not it. At all. <laughs> <laughs> it's adding. You can't, can't get it all out of the diaphragm there. I see. I like, I like. Yeah, okay. yeah. So my hot take today, and this got me thinking since I was enjoying a delicious ego in the last episode of the quad podcast. 
Um, favorite breakfast cereal of all time. I like this one. Now, how many of you here enjoy a bowl of cereal in the morning? Josh already said he hasn't had cereal since Nam. So who here has enjoyed cereal? <laughs> I'm not that old, but I haven't had it in a while. <laughs> I will eat a bowl of cereal. I will. I do. I eat cereal. I we keep cereal eat. on the bus. So sometimes like, I get up in the morning and I don't want to go into catering. I'm just like, okay, here we are. Which is very making me very sad right now because I realize it's been a long time since I've been on the bus. But anyway. I eat a bowl of cereal almost every other day. I alternate at, my breakfast. At one in the morning, right? And at one in the morning. That's the yeah. best time to eat a bowl of cereal. It's when you're craving something and you want a snack and it's just crunchy and yummy and you just eat a big blank bowl of cereal blank insert curse word okay <laughs> that's how i would on. describe it <laughs> as i started taking inventory of the cereals i've had in my lifetime this one always popped up as the one that was most enjoyable and after i was done i was incredibly satisfied with my bowl of cereal <laughs> You have a very special relationship with your cereal. <laughs> well, you know, most of the time I don't like to drink the milk after having cereal. I don't know. It's just a I thing. I already know what this is. Me I too. Know what I kind of like, like my stuff separated, but after having the greatest cereal of all time, it's enjoyable going. to finish that I know where he's going. So my favorite cereal of all time, and you can fight me on this, is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Every time it comes through, it's enjoyable. You get a little bit of sweet, you know, and then the little crunchies get soggy. And then when they get soggy, you get the milk. Then you finish the milk at the end because it's so flavorful and tasty. Boom. Enjoyable. Enjoyable bowl of cereal. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. See, that's not one of my favorites. I will not eat a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. What's your favorite? It's not your hot take. It's mine. <laughs> and argue your point. What's your favorite? <laughs> I don't know if it's because it's seasonal. So my favorite cereal of all time is seasonal. So it means so much more when it comes out. I know Ryan's looking at me like I'm crazy. What are you, a Raisin Bran fan or something? No, that's not seasonal. Raisin Bran is out all the time. Dodo. Anyway. Are you like a Kashi, like one of these fancy cereal people? <laughs> I do like the healthy cereals. I'm not, don't, oatmeal crisp, love it, but not my favorite. My favorite cereal of all time is Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone here had Count Chocula? Grow yeah. up, Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say my favorite cereal is Lucky Charms, but Count Chocula is the chocolate version of Lucky Charms, and it is so good. It only comes out during a time span during Halloween, October. But it is by, I'm telling you, next time the cereal comes out, I want all of you to eat a bowl of Count Chocula, and you're going to think it is the best cereal in the world. I'm telling you. Little marshmallows, just like... I'm not going to think it's the best cereal in the world because I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the best cereal Because you've never had Count Chocula. And I definitely won't think it's the best cereal either because it is, in fact, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, it's not. Ah, uh, yeah, Josh. We're simpatico, you know? Yeah, bro. We're just you, one. Do you want to like... together today. Yeah, you want to get like a apartment together when all this blows <laughs> over or what's up? Yeah, let's do it, man. I get the big room. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> I get the big room. That was easy. I thought I was going to get fought for that. <laughs> wow. See why? Where you stand on your cereal uh, aficionados? I mean, I got to be honest. There's so many different types of cereal, and there's a lot of different things that you can go down on a list. I I knew yours was going to be cinnamon toast crunch because that's that was going to be. Did you know that before it, I gave you my clue? I assumed it would be cinnamon toast crunch before you gave the clue, mainly because. I know you, and to prep a good argument, you like to have something to fall back on outside of just, it's my favorite, and yours is, you can drink the milk when you're done. I knew wow, that would be it. Damn, you learned my strategies. I need to start switching See, things up. See, cinnamon toast crunch gets soggy too fast. It's, it's great, and you can enjoy more of it. No, ew, no. You know what's, <laughs> what's really, and I, this is going to be the second time I've said pissing me off, but when you type in, like a list of cereals, the immediate thing that it starts trying to do is give you the, the healthiest cereals <laughs> that exist. And that just makes me angry. It's a conspiracy. That makes me so angry. So I found phillyvoice.com, which oh. has the top 10 cereals. 
I'm taking over your thing, Ryan. <laughs> this is your hot take. I was take. ready it. and waiting. I had my list fired up and ready to go after you gave yours, but no, you've got to Here we swoop go. in Here and we steal go. my thunder. The what? top 10 cereals by phillyvoice.com. Number 10, regular old cornflakes. Boring. Boring. Hey, they have been around for a very long time. You know what I'm talking about. They got the name recognition. Don't knock them. All right. Number nine, Fruity Pebbles. A classic. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Mm. That deserves to be higher on the list. Number eight, Honey Smacks. Nope. Yeah. Oh, come yeah, on. You know what? I was a fan of the Honey Smacks They're back okay. in the day, especially when you poured when the milk. Good. When you poured the milk and you heard them smack, you know? You know what I'm talking about, right? And they had a cool right? frog mascot. Yeah. <laughs> come on. Funny. Number seven, one of my favorites because I remember not being able to get this all the time when I was a kid. And when we did get it, this was like a big, big thing. Lucky Charms. See? Love Lucky Charms. Mm. Seven's my lucky number. It's number seven on the list. This is perfect. All is right with the world. Now, what was your favorite marshmallow in the Lucky Charm? Huh? Rainbow. Rainbow marshmallow. I'm, I'm really mad yeah. that you said rainbow because I was going to say rainbow. No, I don't like the rainbows. <laughs> I don't know. I like four-leaf clover. I, I like the fact that it had marshmallows in it and I got to eat it for breakfast. <laughs> you can buy just a bag of the marshmallows on Amazon. That might be too much. Yeah, you need that uh, plain crunch there. So number six, Reese's Puffs. Those, mm. yes. So good. So Those good. are good. Those Better are than Count Chocula, whatever. No, Count Chocula is amazing. Wait, do you know what Count Chocula is? It's Lucky yes. Charms chocolate oh, You stop. said Count Chocula, whatever, so you're just <laughs> yeah, I was shade. making fun of Bear. Yeah. Five, Rice Krispies. Plain, only good I don't when you know put... that I would have put that above a lot of the things we've already listed off. Considering <laughs> they taste plain. <laughs> but I think they get special consideration because they make Rice Krispie treats. True. Mm-hmm. True. I do love Rice Krispies. Mm. Number four, Frosted Flakes. I like Frosted mm. Flakes. Incredible. The, the greatest mascot of any cereal of all time is Tony the Tiger and Frosted Flakes. Yeah, I agree. I could go there. I yeah, yeah. That should have been the hot take. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Number three, Corn Pops. That's pretty high Ooh, for Corn Pops. That's yeah. really high. Number two. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. oh, I know where they're going, number one, and this and is just number one. ruthless. Hey, Cocoa Mikey, Puffs. he likes it. Life Cereal I is number life. one. I Wait, love what? life. I life love, Cereal. Wait, I, what? Yeah. I love life, except I eat it plain. I will just eat it right out of the box. How did Apple Jacks not even make it into the top ten? Wait a minute. You guys are missing the classiest of class. When it comes to cereal and honey nut Cheerios, honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. how is that not in the top 10? Because you have to pile 10 times, 10 million spoonfuls of sugar on top of it just to Even eat it. Even though it was not his pick, let it be known, Ryan, honey nut Cheerios stand. <laughs> I knew Count Chocula wouldn't it's make not the on list. There. It's not on there. And I agree with you. Where, where the hell is Apple Jacks? Nobody well, whatever Apple this Jacks? Philly website you brought up, it's hot garbage. So take it away. Okay. <laughs> I'm why? sorry that yours didn't win, Ryan. This is I'm why sorry. you leave the list to me, CY. But, I, ha- I, I purposefully go through and I vet every website that I look at to make sure that it is authentic. I curate it and I make sure that it agrees with me. So wait. Boom. CY, is, is your favorite cereal Lucky Charms then? You never I, said I, your I favorite. Still, well, I, I still think it'd be Cinnamon Toast Crunch. <sighs> I, I don't disagree with him. So you just don't like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No, I don't. I How don't do like, not it. like it. That's weird. Like, I understand it not being your favorite, but you just don't like it at no, all. No, again, I think they get too soggy, and I, then the brand that they're made with, like, tastes funny to me. All it right, just, and this is, instead of being a either-or, since most of us here like it and you don't, I want to see what the ratio is on this. Put it us. Do you like... Cinnamon Toast Crunch cereal, yes or no? Okay, that's easy. I want to see how many no's we get, because I bet it's not very many. I will I say, d- I just saw this. Uh, if you go to LuckyCharms.com, they now have Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes, which sounds like oh my God. diabetes in a bowl. What? But, wow. but you'd probably try it. But I'd They're probably like go buy it if it was Lucky here. Charms. Wow. It's like, that is... <laughs> what accent was that? <laughs> Do that one more time. I just want to hear your best take at <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Ready? Breathe. <laughs> breathe. Breathe. <laughs> I got this. I got it. They're always. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even do the line. <laughs> They're always. <laughs> I don't even know what I 
it's coming out of my mouth right now. Why does he sound like a deliverance hillbilly? <laughs> They're always after me. Like, That's that. what is happening? I don't know what that is. Um, evidently, Billy Ray Cyrus is now the, the mascot. Lucky Charms. What's really sad is what's coming Isn't in it? my head is from Austin Powers, the little evil villain talking about his charms, and that's the voice that keeps coming in my head. Haley, but I can't Haley. even get that out. Bear, it's magically delicious. That's it. That's it. Hey, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's they're magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay thank you guys again for sticking with us here at the quad i'm chris from Haley, ryan producer josh we'll see you guys again next week and we're out One more pass at that? You want one more? <laughs> They're always after me, lucky charms. It's like, like a gold Jack prospector. <laughs> Come on, it's close enough, right? Just chiggins. C H I G G I N S. Chiggins. Look, mm, mm, uh, I give up. You tried.